Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's times where you just have a taste for something and, and it's not available, so you have to make do with something else. Like you go to 31 Flavors, you want chocolate, but they're out of chocolate, so you have to take like cookies and cream or something. We're not even talking about the social onus of a guy eating cookies and cream. We're not going to get homophobic here. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying there's a certain effeminate quality to that flavor of ice cream. Whether or not it's delicious is immaterial. But what I mean is, if you have a taste for one thing and you have to settle for something else, it's just not quite the same. And that's kind of where uh, I ended up in that place today. Because I wanted one thing... And it's kind of like somebody waved the dish of chocolate right in front of me. And then they took it away and they gave me, you know, sugar-free vanilla. Which, as we all know, and if you don't know, is possibly the worst ice cream flavor I've ever tasted. Or anybody's ever tasted. It, it might be considered cruel and unusual punishment in some countries. You know, I shouldn't do the podcast when I'm hungry. Because my blood sugar is low and now all I can think about is ice cream. But... That kind of wanting something and settling for something else is exactly what leads me to today's episode, So Close and Yet So Far, on today's Caffeinated Humor. It is cold as hell and I am wearing shorts. That shows you how smart I am. Although this is Southern California, so it's only mid-50s. Shorts with a hoodie. See? Winter wear. Now, as I've mentioned before, I park about a quarter to a third of a mile from my office with Starbucks in between. It's down by the Manhattan Beach Pier in California. And so all the parking down near the pier is ridiculously expensive. So, of course, my cheap boss has me, you know, parking in an underground bunker uh, about a third of a mile away. But anyway, to to park closer would definitely cost a a crap load monthly. Um, And while they like me at my company, uh, they don't love me. So besides, I can use the daily walk. It's a lot of hills. Now, my main hobby is writing at Starbucks, and I'm running late today. I will only have time for a quick cup of coffee and a cursory glance at my email. It is only when I am just hitting the corner, no more than 10 feet from the door, that I see them coming towards the door from inside Starbucks. The evil couple. My ass goes into instant clench mode at the thought about writing about them today. I mean, I've written several thousand words about this beast of a woman and her husband, recorded upwards of a full hour about them. I mean, at different times, I felt bad for him, bad for her, bad for various others that she or he has crapped on. And I'm still in love with my original description of her. She thinks everyone is a moron, and she is so sick of their shit. As I open the door, they brush past me. Mrs. Evil smiles at me as she goes by. Mr. Evil throws me a quick, hey thanks, for holding the door. I stand with the door handle clutched in my fist, watching them walk arm in arm up the street. Damn it! Do you know how many days I've waited for these two? They're my favorite subject to write about. I mean, some of the most vile, hysterical blogs, podcasts I've ever done have been about them. And I miss the show today. Crap. I need to get back on my game. 
Back when I first started all this, specifically about these two, I would show up early and lay in wait for these two for an, a, at least a full hour before I had to, to be at work. Now this is what they call a come to Jesus moment. It's what alcoholics call a moment of clarity where suddenly everything makes sense. Time to rededicate myself to my purpose. Now all of this goes through my head in the few seconds between watching them walk off and scooting inside because I'm cold and I need caffeine. Besides, maybe there's always some other distractions inside. There always is, but they're never as good. The only hope for fun is the werewolf who's in line two people ahead of me. For those who haven't been paying attention, the werewolf is my nickname for a slightly balding business guy who is convinced that he is sweetly dangerous with the ladies. Unfortunately, the vampire, which is my nickname for the receptionist at one of the local yoga places that shuts him down like he's a piece of crap on her shoe, she's nowhere to be seen. Now, God knows he had that coming the day that happened, but it was still, I felt bad for him and I also enjoyed it a lot. He has this whole creepy kind of a creeper thing coming on that doesn't work and he just doesn't even have a clue. But being shot down horribly never seems to faze him. You have to admire that kind of tenacity. Tenacity or not, he's no evil couple. Except no substitutes. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.